0: Welcome to episode number 25 of the podcast, Ignite Your Life with Laura. That's me, Laura Erdman lenz Challenges. We see them everywhere. Three day, seven day, 30 day, for losing weight, drinking more water, eating a whole 30, saying your affirmations, meditating, and so much more. It feels like they're so overdone, but can I tell you They're amazing. I love them. And I have been leading people in wellness challenges for more than a decade. I mean, we're talking before they were popular. I even created an entire Facebook group to do them with other women. That's the wellness bar, by the way. And yes, you can join it. It's totally free. So in this podcast, I'm going to share why challenges are a fantastic tool to help you create change in your life. And it's all about how your brain works. Yep. There's a science to challenges and it's fantastic. I promise you, after today, you will be a fan too. Now, as always, any products, links, etc., that I mentioned can be found in the show notes, and all show notes can also be found at Laura forward slash podcast. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast with me, Laura Erdman-Luntz. I want to inspire you to step into your extraordinary life, that life that is deeply fulfilling, full of purpose, and vibrantly joyful for you, whatever that is. In each show, I share tips and time-tested techniques that have helped hundreds of clients live more satisfying lives over 30 years of life coaching. If you're ready, let's do this. This podcast episode is sponsored by The Wellness Bar, a private Facebook community focused on wellness for women. If you're ready to explore your own wellness journey, maybe to have more energy or to enjoy life more fully, join two other fellow wellness warriors and me in our private Facebook group, The Wellness Bar, a space for women to focus on wellness, mind, body, and spirit. In the group, we share wellness tips and tricks. We host mini classes challenges and have giveaways to encourage members to try new things and sample new practices and to have a lot of fun because we know each woman has her own unique needs and goals we create the space for each woman to create her own plan for her wellness goals you can take a tiny step or a big leap whatever you feel ready for whether it's feeling more energetic dealing with stress getting better sleep mindfulness healthy eating or simply a place to feel supported and laugh together about the challenges of life, whatever it is for you, we've got you covered. And it's free. So join us at LauraRudmanLentz.com forward slash wellness. And as always, the link is in the show notes. Before we hop into today's topic, I want to encourage you to shoot me questions. Do you have any life coaching questions? I'm sure you do somewhere. That's why you're listening to this podcast, am I right? I would love to answer them in a podcast. So you can leave me a message, actually leave a voicemail through a link in the show notes, or you can also find me on Instagram or Facebook. So let's jump into today's topic, wellness challenges. And I want to begin by defining what I'm talking about when I say challenges. Now I'm referring to the challenges you see advertised on Facebook and Instagram To do something new, like a three-day to promote a good morning routine, or 10 days to drink more water, or 30 days of meditation or yoga practice. It's a finite period of time in which you are promising to do something that's probably new for you, or at least doing it daily is. Now, what I want to talk about today is why these are so amazing and so powerful, really a powerful tool for transformation. And to do that, we need to talk about our brains. So you know how healthy habits take a lot of energy, especially the really hard ones? And have you ever noticed how sometimes it's easier to do it and other times it's harder? That's because our willpower, which is the ability to do do something you don't want to do in that moment, is housed in our prefrontal cortex. So that's the part of the brain that's right behind your forehead, and it's where we do our conscious or focused thinking. It's also where we make our decisions. Now, here's the thing. We have a limited amount of energy in that prefrontal cortex. So I like to think of it as a limited amount of decision energy, and we can run out. That's why I'm sure you've experienced those times when you've been faced with a super easy decision, but for the life of you, you can't make up your mind. Staring at the clothes in your closet and you cannot come up with an outfit to wear. Looking at a refrigerator full of hundreds of dollars of food and you can't think of a single meal or snack to eat. Now, let's just say we have 100 units of decision-making ability in a day. Any decision you make takes up a few of those units. Sometimes it's just a few and sometimes it's a big old chunk. And when that number dwindles, decisions that normally take just a few units can feel monumental, especially if it's a habit you want to change. Now, Let's talk about the change you want to make. Let's say you want to wake up 30 minutes earlier in the morning to exercise. When the alarm goes off that first morning, it's a decision you need to make. For some of us, getting up extra early is super hard and may take up a huge chunk of units. Sometimes it's not that many. Then you need to decide what to wear for exercise. Again, is it an easy decision or is it hard? Then you need to decide what you're going to do to exercise. So you see where I'm going, right? Add to all of that if you're going through a hard time in your life when the challenges you face aren't even allowing you to replenish that decision-making energy, and those decisions can feel impossible. In comes a challenge. So let's talk about how challenges can make the moment-to-moment decisions easier. In other words, they take up fewer units, so you have a better chance of success. Let's look at three of the benefits of a challenge. First of all, it's a short period of time, right? So the brain can say, well, I can do that. The decisions aren't as big when there's an end time, rather than if you're thinking, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life, which is a really hard thing, right? Getting up earlier in the morning just for seven days, saying I'm just doing this for seven days, can seriously, dramatically drop the number of units it takes to make that decision. Number two when you're doing it with others, like if you're doing it in a formal challenge, you have accountability. Accountability is a crazy powerful tool in wellness challenges. It can cut the units a decision takes in half. And by the way, there's no science behind that. That is just my own assessment from doing these for well over a decade. Now, here's the thing. It's much easier to do something when you know someone else is expecting you to follow through. And if you have to check in for sure. It's just easier to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And then number three, if you're going to do your challenge in a group and there's a fun element to it, a game, so to speak, you can get those decision-making units down to almost nothing. Now, what we want to happen then with a challenge is one of three things. First of all, you realize you enjoy the action you've been taking or you realize it makes you feel good, like you start to get that craving for the feel-goodness, if you will, It takes the decision-making process to virtually nothing. So it's not hard to do something, to continue it if you enjoy it. Number two, it could also become a habit. Now, a habit is something that bypasses the prefrontal cortex. In other words, it doesn't take decision-making energy. You just do it. Or it takes very few. That brings us back to number one, right? That's why we're doing these challenges in the first place, really, is we want them to become easy, and or we want to begin to attach a good feeling to them. So yes, it's a 30-day meditation practice, but the goal is to crave it enough that it's easy to continue. Or number three, you may also realize that this action is not for you. Like, maybe not yet, maybe never. It's like, oh, this just wasn't a big deal. It didn't affect me. But now you know. You know that this isn't something that's important to you. So I hope this has helped you appreciate the power of a challenge, especially a wellness challenge, but honestly, you can use this in any area of your life. And I also hope it's helped you realize what a precious commodity your decision-making energy is. It is a limited resource, and you want to protect it with everything. Now, before I close, I want to share three other things to think about when it comes to your decision-making energy especially if you're going to apply it to a challenge, a wellness challenge. The first one is be intentional. Seriously, if life is hard for you right now, if something is going on at work or at home that's just taking up all of your energy, that's not a time to do a really big wellness challenge or any other kind of challenge or change in your life. You want to preserve your decision-making energy for that area of your life because you need it. And you want to be really careful, and this is number two, to be gentle with yourself. Resting and self-care and taking care of ourselves can revive our number. Now, if you, like, in a moment realize, boy, my energy is gone for the day. My decision-making energy is gone for the day. I'm staring at the refrigerator, and there's literally nothing to eat when you're looking at, you know, $300, $400 worth of groceries. That's when you want to stop and do even, like, five minutes of fresh air, Go for a walk, stretch a little bit, take some deep breaths. It will help revive your energy just a little, which is a really powerful thing. Now that said, if you start going day after day after day feeling really tapped out, which happens when life is hard, here's what I want you to do. When you finally figure it out, (laughs) like I'm tapped out, and sometimes that's hard, it's really hard to, to realize that you're totally tapped out because you're tapped out. You need to have a little bit of energy to realize you're tapped out. But when you figure it out, that's when I encourage you to stop and cut out as much of your decisions in your life as you can. Like simplify everywhere so that you can replenish in, the, in those free cracks of your life, okay, in your time. And I know it can feel, if you're in a really big challenge, usually this is a health crisis it can happen. It can feel like it's taking up all my time. I assure you it's not. I know it can feel like it is, but you've got free minutes here and there and this is when we tend to scroll on Facebook. Waste time on YouTube. When we do things that like are for lack of a better way of phrasing it, our brain dead place, that's all we can do, right? But if instead you do something that helps you fill up, like go for a walk, get some fresh air, take some deep breaths, cut out as much of the extra stuff so that you can bring in things that fill you up, it's going to be so much better for you. And what I encourage you to do is actually have a list because as someone who teaches this, I know when I'm this tapped out, I also forget and my own life coach helps me remember, you need to be taking care of yourself. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. And I pull out my list and I look at it and these, these are the things you can do even when you're really tapped out. I can always stop and take a breath of fresh air. like no matter how hard things are, I can breathe, I can drink some water because hydration makes a big difference. Write down those things that you can access, even when it's really hard. And that will help you feel a little bit better. And it'll help you. It just helps you handle everything better and replenish some of that decision making energy. Now that brings me to number three, because the third thing that really is powerful for protecting this decision making energy are systems. So, creating systems, first of all, in your life, as well as in the challenge area, will help you because a system reduces the amount of decision making energy it takes. So, just looking at your life, what are some systems that you can set up in your life for things that you do all the time, routine things? Choosing your clothes. I have actually started writing a list. I actually have a list of my Monday through Friday outfits written down. And it sits on my dresser. I actually have three, maybe four weeks worth that I can, I move through, you know, I do one week and I know exactly what I'm going to wear every day. And then I switch it to the next week and everything I'm going to wear throughout the day. So I don't have to make that decision in the morning. I've taken away that decision and that does preserve my decision-making skills. And it's interesting because I haven't done it for Saturday and Sunday, but I think I'm going to start because I have realized that on Saturday and Sunday, I do stare at my closet and there is a part of me going, this is precious decision-making energy I'm wasting on a stupid outfit. (laughs) So making these lists, making these systems helps take away that decision-making process, right? Another thing could be dinner, plan out your menu for the week. Um, I actually, my dinner, I usually plan it on Wednesday night. My husband goes grocery shopping on Thursdays. And what's interesting is sometimes on Wednesday nights, I'm really tapped out and I will stare at that sheet and be like, I have no idea what we can have for dinner. And I've got maybe six inches high of printed recipes from food bloggers of things I want to try. And it's like, yeah, I can't think of anything. There's nothing I can think of. And there are other times when I'm really repleted and I feel good and it takes me six minutes to plan our weeks of meals, and then put the grocery list together like it's so fast. So also notice when you're making your system to make sure it's done at a good time in your decision-making capacity to make it easier for yourself. So creating as many systems as you can so that you don't have to make little decisions. Do laundry on Wednesday and Saturday. Then you don't have to think about that. Then you also want to have systems within the change that you're going to make. There is a reason experts tell you to lay your clothes out the night before if you want to wake up to exercise, because you don't have to make that decision, right? You just get up and you put on the clothes. Now that's a little bit more energy you have to actually get yourself out the door in front of the TV to do the video. Choose the video the night before that you're going to do. That is so powerful for me to do if at night. I lay out my clothes and choose my video. I can do that in probably six minutes. If I leave choosing the video until the morning, it can take me up to 20 minutes. I am not kidding. I've timed it because I have about 30 minutes to do my physical exercise before my yoga practice. And I, if I start at that 30 minute mark, I can at the end go, okay, now I only have 10 minutes to do my exercise Now I have to find a 10 minute video (laughs) and it kind of starts the process all over again. So, realize when it's the best time to make decisions and make them then so that you can have a system in place and it makes it easier to take that next step in whatever your challenge is. Okay. I hope that helps you. I hope you've realized again, how powerful your decision-making energy is and how you can be really intentional around it and how you can use challenges to help you make changes in your life. I also hope you decide to join us in the wellness bar. We do regular challenges, including pop-ups, three-day, seven-day, 30-day, and more. We're usually doing one or two. We definitely do one or two every single month, and sometimes even more than that. And you can let the community support you. It's totally free to join, and we would love to have you. Just go to LauraErdmanLuns.com forward slash wellness, or as always, the link is in the show notes. it's time for our wellness tip. In each podcast, I will be sharing with you a simple wellness tip you can easily incorporate into your life to feel better. If you have tips or tricks you have questions around or you want me to talk about, leave me a message. For today's wellness tip, I wanted to talk about something that has been around a long time and a lot of people talk about it, and that is apple cider vinegar. It is a popular home remedy, and people have used it for centuries in cooking and in medicine. So apple cider vinegar has various healthful properties, including antimicrobial and antioxidant effects. Now, while there isn't very much research around the health benefits of apple cider vinegar, there is some, and it's all good. It could possibly aid weight loss, it could help reduce cholesterol, lowering blood sugar levels, improving the symptoms of diabetes, it may boost skin health, and it's been shown to improve heart health in animals, so maybe us too? Vinegar also has chemicals known as polyphenols, and they help stop the cell damage that can lead to other diseases like cancer. But studies whether vinegar actually lowers your chance of having cancer are mixed. Frankly, I've used apple cider vinegar For years. It might be helping something, right? I dilute a tablespoon in about 10 ounces of my morning ounces of water. And I also use a straw because one of the downsides to apple cider vinegar is it could hurt the enamel on your teeth. So I kind of suck right past my teeth and I also rinse my mouth when I'm done. I use Bragg's brand with the mother in it, which the mother is. It's, it's that thing that floats in there <laughs> in, in some. Not all apple cider vinegars have the mother, but it consists of strands of protein, enzymes, and friendly bacteria. And many think it's the mother itself that offers the most significant benefits, so might as well. Apple cider vinegar, it could be a really good thing. You might want to do your own research around it. Definitely dilute it. Maybe just start using it in your vinaigrettes, and that's a really easy way to begin to get it into your family's diet. Want to work privately with me? I would love to explore what that would look like with you. Apply for a private inspirational breakthrough session on my website, LauraUrdmanLuns.com. One session might be all you need, or we may find it will be perfect to work together for more inspiration and growth. I usually have around three private coaching spots open up every month. Contact me through the website. I am looking very forward to helping you live your extraordinary life. Thank you for joining me. I would so appreciate your support for this podcast by taking a moment to leave a review for me wherever you listen to your podcasts. I promise to read each one. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with others. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life because life is meant to be extraordinary. See y'all next week.